Welcome back to the Soul Serum Podcast. I am your extremely juiced host, Clay Bonine. I am joined by my, I'm assuming, equally as juiced co-host. I'm fucking pumped. <laughs> Tanner Mavis. <laughs> um, and we are fucking back. And uh, this is the first episode that we've recorded since we released the first episode. We also, by this time, have released the second episode with Pango. So if you haven't listened to that, um, you should go listen to it. Um, oh, no ums. <laughs> it's on the sign over here. Before we get in, into anything else, um, as always, if you all would like to follow us on Instagram, follow us on Twitter, uh, subscribe to us on YouTube, the main page and the Soul Serum TV page. Soul Serum uh, podcast page. Yes. Follow the, the John, you're going to have to make me a new graphic. Follow the Instagram, the Soul Serum podcast. Um, and oh, join the Discord too. Yes, that's Please what I join was the Discord. The Discord. Um, shout out to everybody who has been active in the Discord. It's been really awesome talking to people. Also, we have people in there from like Michigan. We have people from New Jersey. New Jersey. Like yeah, we, all over. We have a pretty good um, mix. I feel like yeah, it's very small right now, but I feel like the core is there, mm-hmm. and and when, it's just gonna grow slowly. When it's popping, like when the Discord fun. is popping, it's so fun. so much fun. It's awesome. Everybody, it's, it's cool with the Discord when you talk to each other. Like everybody, like it's it's a great like space to like really show your personality. Mm-hmm. Like it, it feels like you're really like talking to somebody. It's not like. I don't know, in the Instagram comments or something to where it's just like some really bland shit. Just like in the Discord, you can really get to know each other better. I think it's cool because, you know, if you're in a Discord with somebody, then you and this random person you've never met obviously have this connection already because you all wouldn't be in the Discord if you all weren't fans of that space. So you once you get that like foundation knocked out of the way and people can just like talk back and forth and back and forth it's it's really fun so please join 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 the discord please um god i keep saying um well the first thing we want to talk about today is the the feedback from episode one now that it's released we've had a little bit of time to to let it go Um, The first thing that I would like to say is thank you to everybody who watched, who listened, who supported. If you reposted it on your story but didn't listen to it, I don't even care. I appreciate that so much. I was I was overwhelmed by the amount of positive feedback that came from it. And I just want to say thank you to everybody. Seriously, we did 100 views on YouTube in the first day. I think the first day of streaming on Spotify, we did like, I think, was it 50 or something? Right around 50 streams, um, which was just like way more than I expected, to be honest. Not, I mean, I didn't think we were going to get like zero streams, but I was just... I was just blown away by by how well people took to it and how many people gave it a chance. People are more tuned in than you think, bro. Apparently, man. Apparently. That's what's cool about joining like the Soul Serum team and doing this is because like I wanted to do this by myself, but I wouldn't have had that like foundation mm-hmm. like of a fan base of people who care for it. So it's it's really cool to to be able to work so hard on a, on a project or a product and put it out and have people like really care about yeah, it, have it you know? to be received well. Yes. You know? Yes, exactly. Um, so whether you are an active listener or a passive listener, 
We fuck with you. We Thank appreciate you. It. The average listen time. I was looking at it earlier today was like 54 minutes and the podcast was like 56 minutes, which it's is good. It's fucking awesome. I think they're that, listening to it all the way through. Yeah. I, I, I've had like, I've had people that are my friends that don't even know who you are. They're, they're, and every single one of them tell me, yo, like that guy, Clay, like he's a very good host. Like he knows how to go through conversation. I feel like, and it, they're like, he was kind of made for it. I was like, I, that's awesome. I appreciate it. Um, we all right before we uh, go into a little bit more about the first episode. Well, I guess this is related. Um, I I know how many likes and ums that we said. I I know it's it's a lot. We have a sign now. Well, I'll I'll cut to the clip. Unless John, can you get it in that shot? Fuck yeah. No likes, no ums, no yada yadas. That one's really for me. Um, <laughs> but, y- you know, we were a little nervous on the first episode, I think. Like, it's, not, not it's necessarily, natural. not nervous, but it was our first episode. We didn't, we weren't in the groove of it. I think. I think it's just anxiousness. It's not really. Right around minute 25 or 30, you can tell we like have like relaxed yeah. and, and get into it. So I know that we've had a lot of likes and yums. We have a. a uh, I just said yums, likes and ums. Uh, we have a sign for it now. It's in our face. We're going to do better about it. It's natural. You know, g- give us some time. Give <laughs> us some time here. Um, but in that same regard, though, what what did you learn from uh, from the first episode, really? Um, I learned that me and you have better chemistry than... than a re- I mean, I, not that... I thought that we didn't have good chemistry, but right. I feel like me and you work very well together on this podcast yeah. and we're only going to get better together. Um, I think the interview that we did that um, we'll be releasing next week with uh, an artist that we're not going to name at the moment, we we'll might plug it at the end, but that one, I went back and listened to the audio for it and it's fucking so good. Like really? it's yeah. Like, like just like conversation wise, like us three, I think it worked really well. And I think that is a testament to our, like our chemistry, which I agree with you. Like, not that I thought that we wouldn't or anything, yeah. but it, it, it showed up. I thought it was very apparent, you mm-hmm. know, that, that we worked well together on the podcast. Agreed. As, as far as what I learned from the podcast, um, don't say, um, <laughs> don't say like, and I think, the conversational aspect of it is why people come, but we also have to like make sure that we are still like on a path of the conversation. Yeah. You know, tangents are great. That's what this is made for. But but keeping that that train chugging yeah. in the podcast, I think, is eventually is I want to get to this point to where like we have like four or five segments for every single episode mm-hmm. that are like segments that listeners really want to listen to mm-hmm. and like tune into that cause they're getting some type of value or like discovering new artists in like some mm-hmm. way. And, and so that, <laughs> you know, it's just really straightforward to the point. Boom, 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 knock it out. Bam, bam. Right. The last thing I really wanted to say about the first, uh, the feedback from the first episode is, is we're open to suggestions. You know, if, if anybody out there has any ideas about, you know, our editing, our set, filming, whatever, please, we're not going to be offended by it. Like, let us know, because this is our first time doing this. We're figuring it out. And when you get 
as any like creators know, when you get so wrapped up in like your own work, like you start to forget like what the goal is and I will just lose sight of certain things and like, like in our group message, like sending certain things. And then you and John are like, no, it's cool. And I'm like, oh, that's right. I'm just super wrapped up in it and I can't <laughs> tell. I can't get myself out of it. So if anybody has any suggestions, John, please John be the us. first one to tell you. He'll just go, nah, nah. <laughs> Straight up earlier today, he said, nah, LOL. <laughs> nah, LOL. Nah. We're doing it this way. It's like, it's, all right, John. All right, cool, John. Appreciate it. <laughs> So what uh what have you been listening to this week, Tanner? What have you got? What do you Shit, got for man. us? There's a lot of music that dropped this week and the past week that I've been listening yeah. to. Um, I'll tell you what I've been on recently um, is the the new. Well, by the time this comes out, I guess it won't be new. But the new Travis Scott single ooh, franchise yes. with Young Thug and MIA, dude, awesome. Probably the hardest Travis song I've heard. In a while. In a while. In a like while. it's I think that beat and like that song it is harder up, harder dude. off of anything off Astroworld. Like the way that beat opens up with that that distorted yeah. like eight oh eight hit and then the gun sounds and you just hear a trap. Yeah, yeah. Like it's it, so far. People so were, good. Bro, and people were talking shit about the the MIA uh feature. I fuck with it, bro. I fuck with it. I, I think, think it's hard. The first time, which I feel this way with features sometimes. I actually felt this way with the um, the nav feature on uh, Yosemite on Astro World. Is the first time I listened to it, I'm like, "Why is this here? Like it, it feels a little out of place." Yeah. But the more I listen to it, the more right it feels. And I don't know if that's just like out of repetition, you just get used to something, or if I I'm understanding the choices being made. But I. I overall really like the MIA. She has this like robotic, like futuristic voice. Like at the end of her verse, she goes, "Me and Trav, we da fam." Like, (laughs) like it's just, and then Trav comes right back in. Like the back and forth, the back and forth is is so dope. dope Really cool. Like I really like it. And think about it too. Travis is of that age of like, like Paper Planes was an insane hit. Yeah. Right. Like to bring that back. Everybody remembers Paper Planes. Everybody knows about that. So it's it's probably really cool for Travis to be able to reach out to MIA, somebody exactly. who had this major hit who is now going to be on one of his major hits. Yeah. Um, didn't he, so he announced, I uh, admittedly have not watched that new interview with him. I think it's him and Zane Lowe. Um, Zane Lowe, come on the show. I love you. Um, but so he's, he's the new album is going to be called utopia. Is yes. that, is that yeah, it? He's been hyping it up for a little bit. I kind of, I like that. I, I like, like it too. That. I like Utopia. Um, other than, other than the new Travis Scott single, I've really been on a young Dolph kick again. <laughs> it just somehow young Dolph always creeps back into my life. I don't know he's how so hard, bro. So hard. Like, I don't you gotta wake up and have like your cup of coffee and drink or and drink your coffee to some young Dolph. You're going to have a great <laughs> day, bro. He, he really knows how to like, like do the motivation speech through his raps. I mean, I'm not a millionaire. I don't own many Lamborghinis and Bentleys and whatnot, but I, I like, I feel Dolph when he's telling me to like be a better person and work harder and and make more money. I'm like, yes, Dolph, I feel you on yes. that. He has that ability to to relate that to shine. If you through. ever get like down or sad or something, just turn on some Dolph, bro. Turn like it, he'll he'll pick you back up. I swear. He's got that that poke your chest out music. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, Shit. I've been listening to, so Friday, um, Lil Peep's camp just released uh, Hellboy. That's awesome. And like, that was such like a transformation in my life personally. Um, and it just takes me back to like 2016 at that point in time where I was still in college, finding my way through the SoundCloud scene and, and stuff. Yeah. And it was like Hellboy when I when I found that tape. It was before everyone fucked with little people. It was me and my boy Caleb McLean where we were. Caleb shout shout out to my boy Caleb. It was just me and him. It was just like people was just like our little secret and like. I don't know. I tried showing my friends and nobody really understood or fuck with it. Like, and I didn't want to like, I didn't want to show up other people because I didn't want to make them think there was something wrong with me that I was like depressed or anything. It was just like, no, I just like really feel this shit. But to just see it come back on all platforms four years later on that date is like really cool to me. Do you, do you think peeps camp has done a good job with his like post death, his posthumous, I think like, they've done the best releases and stuff. Cause I think sometimes, um, artists like estates kind of blow it. Yeah. Like, like this is a non hip hop example, but like, I love Prince. I'm a huge Prince fan. I've always loved him. I have a picture of him on my wall. I have his book or his memoir. I think his camp while they haven't done a bad job about his post-death releases and stuff, some of it's kind of a, a bummer. Like they're releasing albums that have over a hundred songs and they're just like all these demos and stuff. And I feel like it's like who like gives a shit yeah. about, about all that. But I think peeps camp has done a really good job of keeping him, his name relevant in a scene that obviously cares about him so much. Yeah. Bro, it's been three years since he's died and like, he's wow. still, he's still like, like breaking through reaching new audiences like staying relevant and like his sound is something the industry has like copied bro like like God. i'm not gonna like hate on um anyone because nah. i mean you artists can do what they want but like the punk rock rap like mm -hmm. sound and and like aesthetic as an artist has really like taken over the last like two three four years and he was the first yeah well or, i won't I say mean, he's the first but like yeah, he was the one to like really take it to a, a new level he made people care about that sound I exactly think. um and this brings me to like my next point in a sense um i listened to the new mgk album Oh, oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> Not what I thought you were gonna say. And uh, it's pretty good. Wow. Yeah. Like, really? Like, bro. Like the production it, and is it? Isn't he doing kind of like rock stuff, bro? It's complete rock and roll. So Travis Barker like helped produce the whole thing. Okay. And okay. a couple other guys that are like um, in that realm of like uh, the, that sound. And it just, it feels like MGK was supposed to do this all along, like the rock mm. and roll thing. Mm. I was not, I was not like with it at first when he started going over to the, the rock and roll thing. Yeah. But like after listening to this, I'm like, okay, I, I kind of get it. Like, I don't like love MGK as an artist, but like he is from Ohio and it's really hard to reinvent yourself in the music industry, like reinvent yourself and be and and have like after he had such a clear like yes. cut out image yes. too. Yes. Okay. All right. It's, it's it's pretty good. It's like pretty like you're a very rock and roll like I do like alternative stuff. It's not yeah. going to be like anything progressive like uh -huh. gizzard like, lizard, like gizzard or, yeah. or whatever <laughs> yeah. you call them. But it's like pretty like cookie cutter mainstream. Like early two thousand, it sounds like Blink One Eighty Two and like Lil Peep mixed together, essentially, bro. 
MGK, if you ever watch this, bro, I know you heard Lil Peep's music after he died. I saw that clip of you playing Walk Away as the Door Slams on acoustic like days after. I know you heard his shit and said, okay, I'm a rock star now. I know you did. <laughs> Damn, hey, you know, you know MGK loves beef. You know he loves oh, diss yeah. songs. I can't, oh, I can't wait till somebody makes but a diss prop, song hey, about But us. it's props though. I do fuck with it. Well, that's actually a funny... Um, Segway, honestly, because now we're going to get into some Discord questions, our, our, our next segment of the podcast. And the first question that I wanted to talk about was uh, our boy YMB. Hey, shout out my guy. Very active in the Discord. When we come to New Jersey, we, we're going to come fuck with you. All right, well, I can't speak for everybody. I'm going to fuck with you, though. Um, but you, he asked, um, what do you look for most when finding new music? Which I thought would be a really great question for you because you're somebody who actively, like every day, basically is looking for yeah. new music. Um, I, and it's also uh, something I've never really thought about. Like, like when I go to look for new music, like what makes me stay? What makes me come back? That it's a really interesting question that I've never like quantified in my yeah. brain before. So what, but I want to start with you though. What do you look for most when, when finding new music? Um, it kind of varies, but I do have a general sense of how I can answer this. I feel like I, I look back at like all the artists that I really get attached to. And like, I find myself like wanting more is like, it has to be like catchy. Like I have to, mm -hmm. I, like I have to have the melodies in my head. Quit point the like board. I know I'm doing it. Quit pointing <laughs> at it. We have you're, gonna, you're messing up my train of thought. We have trip behind the camera instead of Chris today. And trip trip is getting a little sassy over here with the with the no like sign. But I appreciate it. What was so, I saying? Okay, so has to be catchy. Has to be catchy. Like I'll be in the shower just having these melodies in my head. Like I might not know what you're saying. I might not know all the words yet. But I just have like the melody. I'm just humming it in my mm -hmm. head. Like I, I just like really like stuff that's just going to get stuck in your head. And like, I have to go back to Spotify and click it again because right. it's stuck in my head. I have to get it out. Like, I feel like that's one thing, but also for like, if for YMB, for example, like artists that like we could like potentially work with in the future, like I want to see artistry, like true artistry out of you, not just your music, but like the way you express yourself mm -hmm. online how um having how an this? having an image is a um, big part true like yeah like but but not just having an image having your own very authentic image yes image just like originality like it's hard to come by originality everybody's trying to be like somebody else but like you know when you come across an artist and like okay this is mm -hmm. like this I'll, is different. I'll never forget the first time I heard Don Tolliver's voice on Astroworld, and I immediately was like, who the fuck is this? Exactly. Because I had never heard anybody in, in the hip-hop space sound like that, yeah. you know? He he has that, I think, what's the name of the album? Like, Donnie Womack, which is like a an, an ode to Bobby Womack, like this old soul singer, but he kind of has a, a somewhat similar voice to him, and that's immediately what I thought. I was like, who the fuck is this guy who sounds like this old, like, 1970s-ass soul singer? And, and that drew me to to Don Tolliver's music, which was new for me at the time. And I've, I'm fully in on the Don Tolliver train, by the way. He's so hard. I'm, 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 I'm in there. I need merch. I need, uh, the, the notifications for when he posts shit. He's like so I'm, hard. I'm in that. I feel like another thing, 
another box that I kind of check off when I check out an artist is like your engagement with your fans. If For you have, sure. if you have fans, but like if there's, if I see there's a lot of comments, people like en- engaging with you and you're engaging back. Like I see like a community that's going on here. Then like, it's something that I want to be a part of and like exposed to like our community. Like I see, like I see our videos or podcasts, or whatever, as a collab every time, like I want to cross over our fans or our audience with your audience. It's like, I want us both to have this like mutual exchange. We always talk about this like mm-hmm. exchange to where our artists bring something to the table that we want to be a part of. And for sure, all those things that we, we talked about, all those boxes as we check off, like I want all those checked off before we decide to work with you. I think you pretty much answered the question the, the same way that I, I would. I think the catchiness for sure is is like if I just like have something in my head, in my head, in my head, and I'm like, I, I have no idea what this is, but I have to find out this song. That is huge for me. Um, the image and originality is huge. Um, I do, I will say the only thing that, that differs for me, or not differs, but the thing that you didn't say that, that sticks out for me is I'm, I'm always a sucker for beat selection. Yeah. Dude, oh, it's yeah, somebody facts. like I used to, I'm better about it now, but I used to like listen to like projects and like if I didn't like the beat in like the first 10 seconds, I'm like, fuck this. I'm yep. not listening to this shit. But that is always huge. And I also, I feel bad sometimes. Sometimes because like people will show me their music or something and I'm like, yeah, this beats dope and they're not the one who made the beat. And I'm like, fuck, that's like not what they want to hear. But that's what I listen for. Like that underlying um, if I could listen to a song without the vocals and the production's going to give me the same effect. I think that's huge, not only for the producer, but that shows that the artist understands yeah. that. I think the last thing I want to hit on this before we move on is I think the biggest thing for me and I've learned this a lot through uh, my man, Jack K's is an artist needs to have like a true vision for your music. Like you want to do, you want to have this type of project out at this time. Like I want to have this done at this time. Like Jack has his whole life, like pretty much planned out. And like every video that we do that we've done with him so far, he has a whole plan and vision in his head before we even get there. So when me and John and the team pulls up, it's just such an easy process. We can just, we can just get it done. And it's, it's just awesome. That. You know what I'm saying? It's like you have to have some sort of vision, like where, a direction of where you want to take yourself as an artist. Yeah. That's very important. The next question in the Discord comes from some some guy named Pitt Tripman? Trip Trip Pitt. I don't know. He sounds like a like a, a strange guy <laughs> with a cool camera though. <laughs> um, Trip asked us, um, who are we most interested in seeing live when, when shows come back and how do you see shows coming back into normalcy, which I'm a little bit more interested in the second part of the question, because I feel like my answer for the first question is just like everybody, you know, like I just want to see shows period. Like it's been a long time. Um, how do, how do we see shows going back into normalcy, dude? I don't know. I, I, Cause I think even if like, let's say CDC world health organization, they come out and they're like, Hey, this shit's done. Everything's good. Every, like, like no more COVID germs. You guys can go do, do things again. I think people are still going to be super hesitant. I think it's going to take a while for people to get back into, especially concerts because you're packed in like sardines and sweating on people and yelling on people and spitting on people. Like, I think it's going to be really hard for 
for shows to come back at full force into normalcy. Cause how, how, how can you, from my perspective, it's like, how can you trust, uh, going back to shows after you just weren't able to have shows for like, you know, a year or so or whatever. Yeah. Like, I think we will be lucky to have shows back by next fall. I really yeah. do. I think yeah. it's going to be a process. Seriously. And Live Nation is like the biggest uh, like company that does like all the tours for all your favorite artists. Like they're the ones that are calling the shots right now. And like there's yeah. nothing even in the near future that's coming. So you know what I, what I think? I, I think spring 2022 is when we'll actually like see tours coming back mm-hmm. as, as much as bad as that sucks. That's just that's just what I think. And I have talked to people that are in like the industry that are saying the same thing. Yeah. Like we will be lucky because the thing is, is like, let's say fall 2021 CDC World Health Organization comes out and they're like, oh, we're good. Everybody's cool. Yeah. You know, uh, you know, go do your shows again. People are not going to go to concerts that fucking weekend. Yeah. Like it's going to have to take another couple of months of people feeling normal in real life. I don't again. know, man. I, I, I believe you in a sense, but it's like, like mob mentality is such a thing. Like if true, a bunch of people start going to shows and like they have a good time. People yeah, are going to want to start going. Yeah, that's so true. You know, that's like people point. just follow what other people are doing, especially yeah. around here. I, I feel like I'm sure it's just everywhere too. You know, I have seen people doing, there's this one band I follow, um, <laughs> Oregon space trail of doom, which like, I know how like crazy that name sounds. They're not like that heavy, but, uh, they're kind of in that King gizzard realm sort of, but they, I saw recently did a show at like, this outdoor like event area space. And it was very like very much socially distanced. Like there was like obvious, like marked off sections Mm -hmm. for like one group here, one group here, one group here. And they're on a stage way far away, like up above everybody. Um, and it, I don't know. It's from the photos I saw, it looked like a pretty good turnout. So in, in, in comedians are doing like these drive in theater shows because, and I think that's a fucking fantastic way to get around the social distancing thing. Yeah. But it's a comedy show. True. Like, yeah, I do not want to go a rap show and be quarantined in one space. Damn. Good fucking. If I'm going to see Uzi, I'm pushing myself up to the front. (laughs) That's the point. That's the point of the live show. As close as I can as possible, and I'm moshing. That's why you go to live (laughs) shows to experience music with other people. We can set up a mosh pit in our little quarantine, bro. Like all six of us, we can just get real (laughs) lit in there, start pushing each other around. (laughs) Bro, the mosh was crazy at the drive-in show. Our our cube was crazy, bro. Like we were going nuts. People are gonna argue. We were we were a thousand feet away from Uzi, but dude, it was so sick. Oh my god. Uzi jumps off of the stands <laughs> just onto flat ground, not not into yeah. crowd. And then Uzi has to come around to like each cube to like interact with all of us. And we're just like, Uzi, come to our cube. And he, I don't want him to skip us. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. So I hope, I hope spring 2022, uh, that, that seems like a very fair, realistic I think, time. I think at the, at, yeah, the most realistic time, that's when it will mm-hmm. come back. And that's when, the, both the venues the, in Cincinnati will be built by Ooh, spring 2022 yeah, yeah. and they'll be done. So I think this is a blessing in disguise. Good so when it comes back, tours will come back to those, those venues and yeah. this area especially will be a lot more uh, vibrant yeah. as far as the music scene goes. The last discord question we want to do is from our boy J best too. Um, he asks top five, top five artists of all time for each of you. 
I'm going to just go ahead and say this now and address this. I hate top five and top 10 lists because everybody's is different. Music is subjective. It's like, what are we talking about? Are we talking about top five lyricists? Are we talking about top five lyricists and cultural impact? Are we talking about my favorite per- top five? Like, yeah. what, like, what are we talking about here? I think, but he does qualify it a little bit. He says top five artists of all time for each of you. Yeah. So I, th- I'm taking that as like a personal favorite top five artists thing. How about we answer it like this? Like the top five artists that you play the fuck out of. Like you literally okay. like just play yes. the shit out of their music. Let's do that. Let's do that. This is off the dome, by the way. Um, I should have. I mean, like I have like a a ghost list in my mind, but this is this is off the top of the dome. People are gonna hate me because I'm put. I'm, I have like I'm gonna put like three or four artists that are like popping right now. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> but I mean, recency bias is a real thing, though. Yeah. Um, I will say just straight up. Future. Damn. My my uh, toxic masculinity king future. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my my fall dressing king future. Um, future thug. I, um, God, dude, this is hard. I I have to grab my phone. I'm so sorry. This is also why I'm bad at these lists is because like, it's like I have all these artists in my mind. And then when I have to talk about it, it's like, oh, I don't actually listen to music at all. I don't know anybody all of a (laughs) sudden. Um, thug future. Mm, I gotta say it. I gotta say Drake. I gotta put Drake on there. Have to. I, uh, you know, like I understand. If you, if you don't, you a bozo. I understand all the. I see Noah in the other room. Does he hate Drake? No, Noah acts like he hates Drake, but he doesn't. Everyone, act, everyone went through the, the phase that they act like he they hated Drake. Like, I did the same thing, but we all come back, bro. We all come back. Future eventually. thug Drake, Playboy Cardi. And just because I'm feeling funky, I'm going to throw in a non-rap um, answer. And I know what you're thinking I'm going to say, <laughs> but it's the fucking Beach Boys, bro. Nice. Pet sounds. If y'all want to listen to some beautiful, artistic, just incredible music, go listen to Pet Sounds by Beach Boys. It came out in like 62 or something, but it's just like beautiful. It's the, That album, Pet Sounds, is the first album I ever listened to. It was like... Oh, music is art. Okay, yes. I get it now. Like the way that they did that. I'm not going to get into this tangent, but but go listen to the Beach Boys though. So, with that being said, top 5 artists for you. All right, first one easy, Kanye. Yeah, uh, he's you know, he's I, in my top 5 easy. I wanted to put Kanye in there, but I just feel like it's almost like implied that Kanye is like a favorite he's artist. He's God, bro. He's, it's like, it's he's like God when, when people are like, like, you know, like LeBron James is my favorite basketball player, but I also love Kobe. You know, it's yeah. like, it's like the same shit as that for me. So right. Kanye, Kanye, my second one will be Lil Wayne oh, played the absolute, like that one. was like, like my whole middle school and high school years was, was Lil Wayne. I'm so pissed I didn't say Lil Wayne. Oh my gosh. That yeah, all right. My list is fucked up. But go on. Go on. Right, that's two. Third, definitely I have to put in Lil Peep just because like I know right. like literally every song that man's ever created. Right. There was a time where that's all I was listening to. Don't really listen to him all that much anymore, just because I'm trying to move on from that point in my life. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But that man 
touched me in ways that an artist never has. It means a lot. Yeah. Um, Playboy Cardi. Got for, to. For sure. Got like, to. Like the self-titled tape, like, like. I pu- I put millions of fucking streams into that <laughs> thing, bro. Like there was a, I like my my friends all fuck with Cardi too. Like they everybody I know a, a lot of people that fuck with Cardi, but like when that tape came out, bro. Like I played the fucking shit out of that. Come on, man. Come on. And then, I mean, I, oh we don't even have to get into it. Yeah, like, we, you don't, you we all, don't. You all are already right know. Yeah, how, if how you're it, if you're listening to this, po- I would say probably like. 90% of the people who listen to this podcast are probably agree. Cardi super fans yeah, as well. As much as I do kind of, I don't hate Cardi's fan base, but they can be kind of, yeah. Eh. yeah. but there is like the early OG Cardi fans, like they get it. There's, it, there's this couple of Cardi songs on YouTube that if you go to, they're still under like a million views and everybody in the comments like, shh, real Cardi fans only. Yeah. Don't let the, don't <laughs> let the Magnolia fans know. <laughs> So, okay, you're Shit. Kanye, Lil Wayne. Lil Wayne, Lil Peep, Cardi. Yeah, it's 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 either Drake or Uzi. I thought you were going to go Uzi for sure. Yeah. I thought you weren't. I put Cardi like a hair above Uzi. Yeah. Just personally. <sighs> That's tough. That's just, just a hair for now until a whole, whole lot of Red's released. And then we'll, we'll come back to this. When, when the greatest <laughs> album of all time is released. If it's even called whole lot oh of Red. Oh my God. Dude, my top five list sucked. As soon as you said Lil Wayne, I was like, God, I blew it on mine. Yep. It's fine though. This is my whole I point. I was even thinking about, I was thinking about throwing in Chief Keef in there. Chief Keef is not a top five for me. He might not be a top 10, but he's definitely top 20. I'm just talking about like most listened to that I listen. I would not put him in my top five, like just like a top, top five, but like top five artists that I just play the shit out of like to this day. still. Yeah. Thank you, Jay Best, for the question, but nobody fucking ask us top ten yeah. or top five lists anymore. Never again. Unless you come with a very specific set of yeah. qualifiers. And you ask me that same question again in a month, it's gonna be a whole different It'll be list. way different. <laughs> <laughs> All right, last segment that we got for you guys today. This was gonna be an ongoing segment that we also kind of want to get uh, involved with on the Discord. It's called Hot Takes. Um, this is something I did on Clay Bonin Presents the Culture, and uh, at the end of every episode, I would give a hot take that, you know, might sound absurd, might be crazy, but that's the point of a hot take. It's not supposed to be like, Kanye is good, you know? That's <laughs> not a hot take. Everybody knows that. Um, and But we want you all to drop some hot takes in the Discord so we can have a conversation about it and, and react to what you all think. Um, I'm going to start... With my own personal hot take, I think the baby is going to be irrelevant in the next year. Damn. Two years at the most. And I know that he's this huge artist. His album just went crazy. All of his albums go crazy, but we can only take so much I of the agree. baby. Like, and I I actually think a lot of his music is dope. I mean to a certain degree for like what he does. I think his music is dope, but like, dude, we just cannot at a certain point, it's got a plateau. Like yeah. you can, we can't keep getting the same album, bro. We can't, I agree. We can't do it. Like, so I think I, I don't want to say that he's going to be totally like out of the rap game or anything, but I don't think he's, I don't think people are really going to care about the baby in a year. 
Um, mark my word. Check back with me on October 5th of 2021. Mark my words. If the baby ain't popping, then you heard it here first. <laughs> I can't wait Yo, I'm trying to get somebody to make a diss song about us, bro I'm trying to get the baby to make one I'm trying Fuck to get, Clay, I'm fuck trying Tanner to get, <laughs> I'm trying to get MGK to make a diss song about us <laughs> I can't wait for it um, Anywho, what's your hot take I this mean, week? that was going to be my hot take was MGK's album is objectively good <laughs> That's still a fucking hot take That's <laughs> awesome In my opinion, it's good Like I don't know. I just see like I, I feel like that's the music like after Peep, after Juice World, like that that punk rock shit is making a big comeback, especially with the crossover with rap music. It just mm-hmm. feels like something that a lot of these kids just want to listen to. It. Granted, it's gonna be a lot of kids, like not people our age that are gonna be right. banging the new MGK album, but like right. as far as the kids, like I feel like that's like they're gonna they're gonna like it. They, if not, they already do. The the Venn diagram of MGK fans and like ICP fans, <laughs> like MGK and Eminem fans, yeah. I feel like is pretty large. And um I think that's gonna be a lot of the people who yeah. listen i'm to just this. talking about just listening to it with your eyes closed don't even look at mgk what he looks like his past just anything just like listen to it like you've never heard of this man before i, I think it's, i'm gonna have to run it man i'm I, i'm gonna i value your opinion and I, this is not something that i really thought that if was you, my hot take if bro. somebody yesterday came in my house and was like you're gonna be talking about the new mgk album tomorrow i would have been like yeah, there's no fucking way I, but i value your opinion and i i'll listen to it yeah i'll listen to it i'll he give is, it a he is a cornball but <laughs> good job man you got you you got me to to tune in this is the second time we this is our third episode and this is the second time we've brought up mgk on the show have we really uh last episode when we talked to pango we talked i talked about the young thug concert and you asked me if i saw mgk oh before. yeah well i i have i we saw MGK at Rolling Loud and like he was like after somebody and we left because we didn't want to see yeah. MGK. We yeah. went to another stage because we wanted to see somebody else. Yeah. So like I've never been like really in- interested since like 2011 or whatever mm-hmm. when he first came on. Yeah. Because he was from Cleveland. But um, hey man, this is for you. <laughs> yeah. But I don't know. I, I just Young Thug said he was a good performer. And like I feel like that Young Thug like saying that kind of like I was like okay maybe I have to tune in since Young Thug said so <laughs> thank you Jeffrey Th- thank appreciate you. it Th- thank you dad <laughs> well I think that's all we got for this week yeah I think, I think that's it what, what time are we at let's plug our socials oh, again damn that is good we are right on time I'm sorry go ahead let's plug our socials again make sure you all join the discord boom. follow us soul serum podcast boom main account soul serum boom twitter Subscribe, please. Subscribe Boom. to our Solo Serum TV and yep. subscribe to our main channel. Yep. We got like four music videos coming out yep. this month, next five, six weeks. Johnny Johnny B been working crazy yep. hours. Every Monday, we're releasing a podcast. We might get more frequent with it as, as we go on, but as like for we, right now, we're going to stay on schedule Monday, like noon, every week. Monday at noon, every week for sure. Um, if you all want to see anybody specific on the podcast, tell them, tell Please. them, come fuck with us, come holler at us. We, uh, we got a lot of people in mind that we want to interview, but like, we do want to hear from you guys. Yeah, that- absolutely. Well, with that being said, I want to say thank you again, everybody for the feedback from the first episode. Um, hopefully from the second episode as well. Um, I really appreciate everybody listening and what everybody's been saying. Um, I am Clay Bonin. I am. 
am Tanner Mavis. <laughs> Thanks for listening, y'all. See you next week. We out. Yes, sir.